Welcome to Eagle Nation. Your hosts are Waza, Dan and Wayne. Yeah, welcome to this week's show. We'll review the big clashes between uh, the Bombers and the Tigers briefly, and then we'll talk about the big game against Bulldogs this Sunday. It's another five-day turnaround, but don't forget to join us on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. Okay, go on, uh, Wayne. Good, good, was it? Good. Uh, Dan can't be with us. Mm. Uh, he did a 1-6, so unfortunately uh, he'll... Well, you can't be with, say, hopefully next week. Um, let's get into it. The elephant in the room, the biggest kept secret, or the worst kept <laughs> secret. Um, God, get my words out, was it? Um, the grand final will be the first time out of Victoria. It's going to be at the Gabba, mate. What's your views on it, mate? Well, I think, you know, I, I saw it about four weeks ago that I reckon they'd done the deal. Yep. And um, look, at the end of the day, it is it is what it is. And, you know, we've won four grand finals away from Perth, so it's not going to make any difference. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's fine. I, I don't think it's, I'm, not, I'm not that fussed about it, to be honest. Yeah, personally, I'm not fussed at all. Look, at the end of the day, their reasons are for the growth of the game up in the Eastern Corridor, the Northern Corridor, and maybe so. Um, it's a long-term prospect there, but the growth numbers for juniors in Queensland especially are pretty good. Um you know, my only thing about it was the delivery of it and Travis Old, and this is basically, I'll get on to their round 18, that Eagles try to get um, the Ruse game over here and Fremantle try to get the uh, Bulldogs over here. They're struggling clubs, needing the money. Travis Old said they couldn't go with it because of the integrity of the evenness of the competition. Now, that's the biggest pile of shit I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Um, if you want to be true to that and continue that, so next year, make it 17 home and away games, one uh, one home game, one away, and it's what's over next year. That's the only way it's going to be even. And don't give Richmond or Collingwood 14 games at the MCG if you want to talk about integrity. Um, same as the finals. They Most of the finals... Um, if you earn a final, a home final, which is first, second, fifth or sixth on the ladder, you get a home final. Uh, the Eagles have been told they can get the first uh, week of finals at home, but if it's a prelim at the moment, no. No, that's right. So what's your view, your, your view on that? No, again, I, I look, it's a, it's a whole new world, isn't it? It's a whole new yeah. season. There's Everything's... Two things that uh, bug me... The only thing that bugs me about the um, grand final is what... McLaughlin came on today and said that we've done a deal with the MCC and the MCG and the Victorian government that we've extended their contract for one year. Yeah, it's a joke, isn't it? And I think that's rubbish. I mean, this is an unprecedented... This is a pandemic that's right around the world. Unprecedented times. I mean, hopefully in our time will never happen. I hope in our kids' time it never happens again and they find a, a vaccine and we don't have to go through this crap. But to say that at another year, to me, they're putting the health of the country... Uh, the money of the country in, in, in front of the health of the country. I mean, it shouldn't be... It should be, say, sorry, guys, we just can't do it this year because of the obvious reason. Yeah. Victoria's in a mess. And and, and and what's an extra year, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, I mean... And and the delivery, again, um, uh, we've had to move it interstate, and, it, you know, it's like... it. it, it 
to me, his words, and he, Gillen's a South Australian, so mm. it's strange coming from him, but it just sounds like it's a VFL, the yeah. way they talked about it and delivered it. Um, he could have delivered and said, this is our chance to take it to another, mm. you know. Um, we are a national competition, so let's plan it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the debate's going to come up now, and it'll continue on from here in. If the Gabba thing is a success, you know, don't be surprised if other clubs start lobbying to get mm. the MC's G contract torn up yeah. and re looked at. Um, it yep. is inter- uh, inter- not interstate, international. It is a national competition. And you look, like I said, not fast that it's in the Gabba. Um, I reckon it's been known for at least three, four weeks, as you mm. said. Yeah. Um, McGowan's put the state's health at um, in forefront. Um, but at the same day, same time, he's um, been very smug with his comments. Um, some of his remarks didn't put us in a good spot. And I think the WA tourism has been outdated and inept for many years. And this is a chance where they could have got onto the front foot a lot earlier on. Yeah. But Look, he's done a great job. Don't get there. Yeah, I, I, I agree, health, I agree yeah. with you, though. His attitude... Look, I thought his comments when um, the Sydney Swans guys broke protocol it was out of line to say what he said. Yeah. You know, that everyone's let them down or done this, we're disgusted. I mean, I thought this is not sitting well. Um, but also... Um, we're actually not even third, second in line. South Australia are second in line. Yep. So if something happens in Queensland, it'll go to South Australia. So I'm assuming that South Australia possibly with the port could get some finals. Um, and look, be honest, if I was if I was an Eagle playing, I would want to stay in Queensland and play a rank there because... You reckon? Oh, if we're playing the Victorian teams, rather, we're, we're playing on neutral ground. They're everyone's playing on neutral well, ground. Well, Craig Bozzo today said um, that... Uh, Trevor Nisbet will be lobbying the government to keep going for a prelim, mm. um, but you know the chances are slim. But the the option is if they uh, say they say they win, they finish third, and they play Brisbane in um, in Brisbane, and they win whatever, or whoever they win, they can play their prelim in Adelaide, right? Yeah, and they would seriously look at that because of their uh, good. Uh, uh, record at Adelaide. Yeah. So. Well, Adelaide Oval is a very similar size yeah. the MCG and, and the Eagles game, uh, Eagles training ground. So, yeah, that is an option. So, not uh, you know, you've got to be good enough to get there anyway. And, if, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if you're not good enough, it doesn't matter where it's going to be. Um, to me, uh, ground is a piece of grass. Mm. And, you know, if you want to win hard enough, you'll win the game regardless where you are. And I know Ross Lyon disabled by a lot of people but he's got that edge if you're good enough you can win anywhere yeah look mate and look we've been in what seven grand finals yep won four at the MCG lost two at the MCG and lost one at um, Waverley so being winning them away is not a not an issue for there's us. only there's only one thing that doesn't go good with us is the times we've earned a final and we've had to play them away. That's right. Yeah, we've been slaughtered. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, these times have changed. Um, yeah. So like like we said, round uh, eighteen that we were hoping was going to be in WA that's been kaput. So again, this is just you know they don't look like they care about struggling clubs no. and they were talking about the integrity of the evenness and are oh, the Eagles being the finals to me Eagles going to beat Ruse I'd be surprised if they got beaten by the Ruse mm. anywhere yeah um, so that to me just it, it just sounds like the VFL talking um, Travis Old 
Yeah, uh, you know he's got a hard job. Uh, yeah. So take it away from anyone. It's also interesting. But, Clarko put his bib on it too. So yeah, Clarko. So there you go. Once he says something, everything changes straight away. He should be worrying about his own team. They were beaten by the bottom team. Uh, the only team to be beaten by Adelaide this yeah. year. So yeah, it's amazing they haven't been calling for his head. Uh, let's talk about footy then. Uh, we usually have final siren now, but we won't put in the intro because we've had two games in the last uh, nine days. Uh, the first one was going Richmond. They beat us by 27 points and they really only won it in about 5 to 10 minutes of football in the third quarter yeah. um, look the Eagles played alright but they just they, I thought they were out coached a little bit without sounding too harsh on mm. Simo um, you know McGovern and that were taken deep um, and we just didn't play the ground ball like we don't play the ground ball that well at all and our marks got taken away from us and mm. it's the lowest marks we've had in the game since 2018 mm. we must be pretty close to the worst fall of the ball team in the competition because it's something I comment every week on yeah we're, we're ranked 16th yeah. in the league we and, are just um, terrible at the fall of the yeah. ball I mean and for the class we've got in the midfield they are just not and I don't think we're strong enough in our tackling in the midfield either uh, I'm glad you said tackling um, we won't talk about Richmond because that's a long way gone mm. and you know they're the better team they got the ball forward they rushed it to manic pressure mm. we played Essendon last night and we won by 15 points uh, what was the score it was 9 goals 6 6 goals 9 and again it was more the Eagles having uh, the, with Richmond they scoreboard pressure mm. that was the only difference they kicked 14 goals yeah. 1 and we were up until the last half, we were probably pretty accurate with um, our score, and, and we put the scoreboard pressure on it. But we only played 15 minutes of really good football. Mm. Uh, Essendon dominated everywhere around the ground. Um, mm. They and they and they did exactly what Richmond did. They were doing the handballs on the ground, you know. Um, and I just don't understand it with the Eagles. They let too many teams run through the guts mm. with ease. And I'd hate to be a backman at the Eagles, yeah. especially I, seeing it come down the guts. And I don't know if any if anyone else noticed last night. I know I put a few things on. I was a bit I was a bit frustrated at the end. I don't normally swear on it, but I get frustrated when I can see that like Dom Sheet about three times ran through the middle on his own. Call you can see him calling for the ball, and we just looked down and went down into the bloody pocket. Yeah, you know, we could yeah. have gone into the middle, and he had someone with him. I can't remember what it was now twice, and they could have. They would have gone. They would have gone for sure. Yeah, the vision that, wasn't that great. That just disappointed me. And I tell you, the other thing was that I just thought we were like we. And I had a comment with one of the other guys on the on the on the on the net that we have fifteen possessions in the back line, and it takes us that we control the ball, we get it to half forward, and it done, that's it. We don't know what to do. Yeah, that's we, it. we have no system into it. I don't care what anyone says. We have no system unless it's a, a fast break. We have no system in our forward line. We just bomb it, and it comes straight back, and then it goes back to Hearn. He kicks. He has five kicks in about two seconds because he kicks at twenty meters now instead of fifty meters. Um, Something that frustrates me about Hearn is the biggest kick in the company. He kicks at fifteen meters. Yeah, it, it uh, drives me nuts. You just talk about forward entries. We had thirty-two, and they had forty-one. Hmm. We all both had fifteen shots at goals, so we're a bit more. You know, forty percent. 47% better efficiency. Um, like I said, he gets a half forward, but maybe last night, and I'm just going to isolate last night's game, we missed JK big time. Yeah. Now, they're saying Oscar's 
the next full forward. I've never seen Oscar as a full forward. No. I, I see him as a high centre-half forward no. or a high forward. And last night proved it because he had what? Um, how many positions did he have? I think he had... Um, he had about 10. He had four possessions for the game. Hmm. So uh, that's probably his lowest, you know, possession count. Yeah. And like I said, up forward, we just had no... We had no game plan. No. Um, look, Jeddah got a few, got a lot of the ball, but you know, kicked wayward, couple of points, couple yeah. out in the full. Um, but the lone hand was Liam Ryan, and yeah. the last six weeks he's kept us in games. Yeah, uh, look, Jack Darling played fairly well last night. Competed very well. He's always got two guys on him. We had yeah. But, at one stage he had three players on him. Like, yeah. oh, where are four? Where? And the thing that frustrated me was. I looked at Jay Danaher, and Jay Danaher had a shocking game. Mm. But what Jay Danaher did, and I, I noticed it three times, he brought the ball to ground yeah. and had guys there ready. When our, for, our forwards are going to market, they don't, they're not bringing it to ground. Mm. Well, the, the crumbing forwards are saying, there, Archie's nowhere to be seen. No. He's too high up. Um, who else? It was Leroy Jetta last... Lewis Jetta, not Leroy. Lewis Jetta was too far up. Uh, Hutchings... The game's past him. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it, and I don't like bagging, but the game's past him. I think they had Hutchings to tag... Um, he was on Saad. Saad, but I don't think that worked. I think it worked early. Oh, it worked. But, it worked a bit. Not, he wasn't not, as damaging as what he usually no. is. And, um, and look, Redden had a good game except for about three critical turnovers. Oh, he can't kick. For, and oh, um, it was like... Did he kick uh, over 20 and ever kick over 10, 20 metres? And I noticed, and I watched it the second time, and... The three that he turned over, he just didn't look. He just kicked in haste, and we cut. That's where the pressure comes on. We just do not take pressure too well. No, and our like our tackling was sub. I don't even know what the word is. It stops. It's, 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 it's not, not even there. It, I mean, the hard I've, tackles. I've seen those kickers tackle freaking yeah. harder than Eagles. Um, but look, we've got the game. We've got the win. Um, it wasn't pretty, and you take it. But God, you want to improve on it if you want to play play oh, yeah. finals. We got. I tell you, another guy we really miss a lot is Jake Waterman, um, and, I, and this is where I think we play. This is where I think Aussie and especially Jack they played better as a high half, high half forward where they're coming up. I've always said Jack Darling plays. He was all Australian last year because he took marks up on the centre wing and between wing and half back and brought everyone into the game. I, I think he plays better at that area, and that's where we need. We, we don't have anyone that, that leads up to the ground that far. No. We need a big yeah. doing that. I, I like Jake Wadham as a start-home for Ford. To mm. me, he's your replacement for Jake, eh? Mm. Cause, um, and it's, it's just the way he plays, and it's he's got cockiness. He's, to me, he's a natural full forward. He's not a... Yeah. Uh, like I said, Oscar. Oscar's not a full forward. Um, Jay, Jay, JD's not a full forward. Um thing that frustrates me of JD drops marks that he should take yep. and takes marks that he, that he shouldn't. shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's just footy, and I guess it comes down to pressure. Again, our back line, man, saves us. Our back yep. lines go, every week is winning us games of football. Yep. Yep. And Shep, Hearn, both at 94% last night. Uh, even though Shep's kicking the ball in haste a lot more, than he was at the start of the year. But yeah, our back line, far out. Liam Duggan, I reckon Liam Duggan has set, He's having his set best the standard year. without a shadow of a doubt. He was at 85%, I think, last night. Tom Cole, again, Tom Cole is a great backup. That was the best game I've seen in football from Tom Cole at the Eagles. I was great to see him kick his and, first goal on 52 and, games. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That was his best game. Mm. And, um, you know, 
I've been a big knockover of his before. I think we um, all have. Everyone has. But he's recaptured his form from 2018, yeah. and he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, who else? I, I, I want to just highlight, I know people were bagging Nelson because he was on Tip and Woody, and Tip and Woody kicked four goals. But they were all opportunist goals. He was in the right position. But the way our back line plays, Nelson did get caught out. He got caught out too high, mm. and, you know, he just couldn't get back in time. But that goes to where our other backmen should be filling that hole as well. And it's not just Nelson, Nelson that you've got to be critical of. It's you got to be critical of the way it operates. You have one person break that chain, that chain's broken. So... You know, and to be, who, fair to Nelson, about that? to be fair to Nelson last night, they had him on the wing for a, a period of the time too. He was flat, fluctuating between wing and half back. So, I, no, I, oh, that's one. If that's his worst game, that's his worst game for the year because he's had, he's had a great year. Yeah. And we, we should thank our lucky stars. Tipping Woody was the only one that was uh, hitting the scoreboard because their kicking was mm. woeful. Yeah. Uh, Kale Hooker. Um, Danaher, Danaher they, they were just shocking at kicking, in, kicking for goals. But also in saying that too, I think Tom Brass did a great job on Danaher. He was he yeah. he matched him with strength, and he matched him with his um, um, the big grabs he was going for. He was right behind him, spoiling many a grab. So I think Tom Brass did a great job on him. Oh yeah, I thought he played mm. very good. And this is a question I want to ask you: Did you see the vision of Jay Danaher? Danaher sitting on the uh... yes, there's all that, and then it's come up a fair bit today. Well. I haven't been on social media. Or if, that, if I was a coach, he would have been off, off I would the ground. Have been, I would have been pretty peeved. He would have been straight off the ground, yeah. and he wouldn't have been going back on. No. I'll... I said, if you want to sit on the there, you'd be sitting on the pine for the rest of the game. Yeah. I don't care if it's your second game and you're out of breath or whatever. That's just not a good look. No. And if, I, that, I just, if that ball had fallen short, yep. you know, that oh. would have been... I thought that was so unprofessional. Mm. Um, I want to bring up a guy, Dylan Shield. Mm. Essendon... They gave two picks for him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Two high picks. That guy gets a lot of ball, but his disposal, I'd say I'd go close to being the worst in the league. Yeah, he, he sort of gives the ball up a lot, but I think he'll be a better player when Dyson Heppel comes back full-time. I reckon he'll yeah, just, become a better player. It, 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 I just watched him at GWS, and when he went to Essendon, I'm sitting there going, Essendon, you're playing two big draft picks for the, this guy mm. whose disposal is absolutely shocking mm. and the two years he's been at Essendon and I, I'm on a couple of Essendon pages they just bag the hell out of him because of his mm. disposal yeah. and last night if he if he got half of those ones that he gets wrong correct he'd be dangerous as mm. but he just he's like he gets a ball and he's he's gone before he's even got it you know what I mean and yeah. he's working out what he's doing what he's got it. he's just not his disposal lets him down Merritt used to be like that yeah, Merritt was shocking with disposal, but his game. Um, I'm having a good look at it now. I think uh, where he's, is it? He's a tough nut too. Uh, I can't even find it now. But he, he was better disposal. Uh, yeah, oh, well, seventy percent actually wasn't that bad last good last night. Um, Langford did all right, and Ridley they found a good player in Ridley. Yeah, he had seven intercept marks. Yeah. Um, I think about twelve for the game. He's been on their list for three years, so yeah. um, he's done pretty good. Uh, young Parrish is getting a lot of the ball, but again, his disposal is not very good. No, um, Saad had twenty-one possessions at eighty percent. Now, to me, if I watch that game, I've watched that game twice. I don't. Uh, that that surprises me. Well, I thought I thought he got most of them after about halfway through the second quarter. He, I noticed him starting to get the ball a bit. Yeah, but, but he, he he wasn't getting those big long his runs. His meters they were, gain they weren't were there. Cut, they were cutting him off a fair bit. He was doing a lot of short kicks. Um, at the end of the day, like we said, we won it. Um, Nick Natanui, 
I love the starts of games because hmm. other teams must be sitting there going, oh, shit, every time he, the first t- first bounce, we seen yeah. it, the last three games, we've just been golden from it. And um, yeah. like I said, when it works to our advantage, that 6-6-6 rule hmm. is uh, great to see. Um, and Nick Nat, well, he's prime example how good yeah. it can work. But, he, he faded in and out, but I thought he was serviceable last yeah. night. It wasn't his best game. No. I take my hat off to the young guy. He really, he really uh, he took it to him. Yeah, he took it to he him. He didn't didn't step didn't step back, and he he won a lot of taps in the middle himself. So, you know, he did it. He did a good job, and he's he's a pretty tough kid too. By the look of him, he yeah. When that knew we had twenty two, and Draper had seventeen, hmm. but Draper his efficiency was twenty percent. That's right. what let him down. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's a big boy, and but still, he's only young and he's yeah. learning. That would have been a great learning curve for him last night. Barras was the only person on the ground to have 100%. Oh, no, McDonald, Tip and Woody as well. Um, now, this is a big question for you, and I still don't understand it, but Luke Shuey hmm. goes off injured with a hamstring strain. Yeah. They put him back on, and now he's done other hands. He did both hamstrings in one game. Yeah, I didn't know he'd done one. But the he's way, done both. As you, well, I heard yep. um, Simo on the radio today said, and this is I'll quote what he exactly said, he said... It was his. It was his um, decision to go back on as the captain because he wanted to make sure we won. And the medical staff said he was going to do no more damage to that leg than what he'd already done. Well, he didn't do any damage to that yeah. leg. He's done it to the right. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I, need, I, need yeah. to, I thought it was only the one. So, so. he's out for 21 days. Hmm. Definitely 21 days. With oh, his he history. won't play again to the finals. So, no, he's not ready to finals. Joe probably come back. Last game, maybe. Yeah. Now, I think they might try and fast-track him for that last yeah, game. If Shuey so. was, wasn't was uh, playing, uh, was playing, I don't think they'd be pushing him up. Yeah. I just find, yeah, look, if you're done, you hand me, why go back on? I no. know you're the captain and you want to mm. make a good front. We'll sit in the goal square then. Yeah. Stay in the goal square. And when you see the vision of him, he's full power. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just thought if that's a decision, he has to take that on the chin, but I don't think they'll be doing that again. And I, I thought young O'Neill did a pretty good job in the last quarter yep. for the Eagles. When he, he went in there and he got some possessions. He got in, got in and got the ball. Um, I was trying to find out how he what he picked up. But, yeah, I thought, you know, I, you know, I thought he did a pretty good job on that last... Um, yeah, I like the look of him. He did all right and did pretty good. There we go. He had, uh, well, he only had 10 possessions for the night. But my bulk of them probably would have been the last quarter. That one, that last quarter yep. a bit, yeah. So, yeah. But... Yeah, I think he's uh, he's obviously going to keep on. We we really need this time of the year. You need your good players playing, though. Yeah, I'm I'm big fan. I'm a big thing on that. You need your best players playing. If you want to play strong into the finals, you can't come in you know, like last year. We bought Duggan back. We bought oh, a couple others back. I think uh, late in the season, and we weren't the same team because they, it takes you six scotty games to get back into yeah. it. Yeah. Oh well, look. That's what it is. Um, we've got another game coming up five days, so let's talk about that. It's bounce down. All right, we got the Bulldogs against Eagles on Sunday, 4.10 Western Standard Time. The Bulldogs coming off a nine-day break. Eagles coming off a five-day break, mate. Um, do you think that's going to have any effect on the game? Uh, I don't think so because everyone's been through this. So, I mean, really, we come up pretty well after the. We come up pretty well in both the games, really, after the Richmond game. And I mean, the Richmond game was a pretty good game. And uh, last night we come up pretty well. But yeah, we'll get Kennedy back. Um, 
I believe that um, Jake Waterman could be available as well, and also Petricelli could be available. Petricelli won't because he's still two weeks on the injury list. Is he? Right. So, um, look, the last five times we've beaten, we've met our Bulldogs, we've beaten them. The last time they beat us was in the elimination final in 2016. Yeah. One I don't want to remember. But our injury list is Kennedy will be a test for this week, Waterman a test. Petricelli's one to two weeks. Mitch O'Neill's two to three. Uh, Elliot Yeo has already said he'll probably be back for the North Melbourne game. Um, Vardy, I think, flies out this week to be with the team. Right, yeah. Uh, Venables, Watson and Jones are out for the year. Uh, Rioli's out. And now Shuey's out for three weeks for 21 days. Mm. Um, So let's talk who could come in for the Eagles. Like you said, Josh Kennedy, definite starter. Yeah. So... We've got Shuey out. Shuey's out. Um, so let's just work on JK first. So do you persist with Oscar or Bailey? You can't have all of them in the team, I don't think. Well, I think, or to be honest, you? well, you, you possibly can, but I'd be going with Oscar before I went. I mean, I love, Bailey. Ba- I love Bailey Williams. I reckon yeah. he's great. But I think Oscar is... He's playing well as backup Ruckman um, yeah, I, I, forward. I prefer Oscar in a backup Ruckman role. And for team balance, I think Bailey Williams needs to sit out. Yeah. Um, the big big hole there is Shuey. Yes. Now, who would come in for him? You well, know? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Or, or, do you, or you just bring JK in for Shuey and oh, I think you'd put be, the team around. Yeah, I think you, yeah, that's the way you run go. Nelson in the guts. That's a possibility. Or there's a you got Dom Sheed now will play much more in the centre. Um, Lewis Jetta might go back to the wing. Um, I thought his days in the wings would be gone, but you never know. Um, yeah, there's uh, there, there is certainly some op- options there. But I mean the other, I mean to me, if Jake Waterman was was available, I would bring Jake Waterman back in. Bailey Williams would go out, and or JK in for um, um, Shuey, and. Swing Oscar back onto the ball, yep. roaming around there, and then bring your rotate your wings and your half forwards. I think that's that's how I would go, and leave leave the four big guns in the middle. Well, let's have a look. At the Bulldogs are will be out with uh, Ling Jong for three weeks. Zane Cordy, he's a test. He could come back in, but I can't see it. Callum Porter's three weeks, and Riley West is three weeks, both with groins, but. Let's have a look at the players that are going to be playing for the Bulldogs. Hmm. And, you know, they've got a pretty good team when you look at it on paper. Yep. And you never know what you're going to get with the Dogs. Uh, you know, when they're on, they're on. So you got Hunter. Uh, you got McRae. He's a ball getter. He gets a lot of the ball, but is he damaging? Uh, little Joe Henderson, he's playing good football back to what he was playing in... Uh, when they won the premiership, Bailey Smith is a good. Young I love, love watching him play. He's a brilliant player. Yeah. Um, Caleb Daniel, if he's let run across the uh, back line, yeah. he can yes. be pretty damaging. Um, you know, he's only little, but doesn't matter how big you are. Uh, Liber, he's playing good footy. The Bont, um, always damaging. Always damaging. Um, sometimes uh, my personal thing is his disposal. Probably lets him down a little bit, kicking at goals maybe. Crozier, well, Frio, well, they get rid of him, I never yeah. know. But uh, Dunkley, pretty good. Uh, your favourite, big Timmy yeah, English. Yeah, Timmy English, he's playing good footy. This I think... Good, good one. This is, he'll be looking forward to this. He's been on and off this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's only a young guy. He's, um, it's, it's gonna so happen. this is going to be a test for him. And yeah. uh, I think Nick will be licking his lips a bit here because... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not very big body on body. He's a tap no. ruckman, isn't he? So, yeah. 
But um, he does a lot of work around the ground. He yeah. does take marks around the ground, and he does go forward and kick goals. So you, they'll have to be careful with him. Yeah, they definitely have to be careful. It's not going to be an easy game. And then my other boy, Norton. Yeah, Norton, he's back now. Yeah. You know, he was touted as a backman when he got drafted, and look how good he's up forward. Yeah. Uh, young Wallace probably had his worst game last week. Mm. Before that, he's been playing really good. He's playing good. up forward now, I think. Yeah, he's, he's playing, playing up forward. He's been yeah. playing really good. And one of my favourites from there is young Ed Richards. Yeah. He's uh, a lot of fight and that, you know. Mm. He's a typical dog. And Jack Bruce, well, hmm. Hasn't really lived up to his name, has he? No, but yeah, he, if you let him off the leash, he can be damaged. Yeah. He can kick a quick two or three. It's so, going to be an interesting game really? because they they look good. And the games I have watched of uh, the Bulldogs is they run in waves. Yeah. And um, but I think the Eagles will probably be liking the chances here, just the way the Eagles play. And to me, the Bulldogs don't damage you. On the rebound and as much as what other teams can. No. Um, but like I said, they, there's a few players that get a lot of the ball in there, but they just they get him back with the centre, and McRae's one of them. He's mm. a magnet, but he just doesn't hurt you. No, but in saying that, um, he was my dark horse for the Brownlow this year, McRae, because he's he's having another good year again. Um, Joe Hannison, if you let him run off the half back, he's very damaging. I mean, I love Bailey watching Bailey. I mean, other than watching us, Bailey, I love watching that kid play. I reckon he's great yeah, to watch. He's got a good mullet as well. Yeah, yeah, he's a great mullet. So, but, and Caleb Daniel, I mean, I get sick of hearing but Caleb Daniel be all Australian, but ahead of uh, Brad Shepard, but how that oh, could no ever, way. That could ever happen. I, I'd be, I'd be really dark on the AFL if they did that. So, um, but yeah, we, but then we've got our players to, you know, we've got our players to, they've got to look out for too. You know, oh, yeah. Dom Sheed, he played pretty well again last night, Dommy. And, well, it's uh, going to be interesting. They're going to be watching Dom Sheed versus the Bond. Mm. Now, um, a lot of people will talk about how, on the Eastern Seaboard, how good Bond and Pally is, but um, he was taken, I think they were in the same draft, if I can remember mm. rightly. But Sheed never gets a... Uh, due respect that he deserves and I was listening to a couple of podcasts today and they were talking about underrated players and it was Callum Toomey who does all the drafts and all that and he said Dom Sheed has got to probably be one of the most underrated players in the league mm. and he is yeah because um, you know he, you know, he was hot and cold in 2018 but when the finals come he, he stood up when mm. it was counted when there was no gap last year he had his best season and this year he's continued it. Mm. And um, like you said, with uh, Shuey not there, this is his chance to shine. Yeah, as a yeah, midfielder. Yeah, I think. And, and I, Kelly was. I thought Kelly was disappointing last night. Yeah, he was down, but I think they put a hard tag on him for a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I must say, when he does get the ball, his disposal into our forward line is pretty good. Yeah. Those guys must be licking their lips every time he comes forward. And I think we've got more people to look out for than they have. You know, yeah. I think they'd be a bit more worried going head-to-head in some positions. Um, I look at their back line and, you know, who's going to stop uh, Liam Ryan? Mm. He's in really good form. Yeah. And um, I don't know if uh, teams are just saying, oh, well, look, he's going to get three or four four goals a game or he's going to get, create the positions down there and they concentrate putting two or three on Darling or a Josh mm. Kennedy or bigger men. But, you know, I think um, Simo said it last week, he's playing him from the goal square and mm. when I watched the first quarter, he was running from the goal square yeah. and on yeah. the lead and he was, he was beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you th- what you thought, but that um, 
that pass Tim Kelly gave to him, I think it was just before three quarter time or half time, and he kicked that run in that goal. Yeah. But his speed off the mark, oh. uh, my God, it was like he had four paces before the bloke had one. So it was incredible. Yeah, it's been very good to watch him up forward. Um, question for you. Will Hamish Brayshaw get a game before the end of the season? Yeah, everyone keeps asking. That's a good one. And I don't know if you might know a bit more than me, but to me, there's got to be something there that's not happening, whether it's two-way running or whether he's not man, you know, like he's not uh, conducive of his man enough. I don't know. It's got to be something because they're giving young guys a go. It's not as if they're not giving anyone a go. They are giving guys a young guys a go. And there's got to be something there he's not doing in the scratch matches. Well, if I thought there was ever a week for him to come in, it would be this week. Mm. With Shuey out, Yo out, he's played predominantly in the waffle last year and the scrimmages as a midfielder. Yeah. Um, If he cannot get a game this week or next, Mm. I think it's it's career ending for him. Unless he can get picked up by another team. But, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. yeah, I'd love to see him play. And a lot of people sit on um, Facebook and other social medias and say, well, why should he get a game? But, you know, they obviously don't go down and see him play at the lower level. I just yeah. think the guy, like you said, it must be the two-way run. I don't know it's what it is. It's got to be. I don't know what it is. It's got to be something. Otherwise, they would have, they've had the best opportunity to get him in. They yeah. could have got him in ahead, ahead of Nick Reed, to be honest, the other week. Yeah, well. Yeah. Even Xavier O'Neill, I could have got him ahead of him. But, yeah. you know, there's obviously something there that we're not seeing, that we don't know about. I was a bit surprised that Jared Cameron wasn't in. and Yes, yeah. I was a bit surprised at that. So who knows? Depends that depends on which way the Eagles want to go. That If they go tall, they can exploit the mm. dogs because the dogs aren't a very tall side. No. But if you go too tall and then the game's played, say it rains or whatever, it's played at ground level, they're going to mm. kill us doing that. Um yeah, look, it's interesting to see he gets a game this week. Um, the only one I can say is coming in is Jaco, so yeah, and we missed him. Yeah, so I mean, look, I'm oh, I shouldn't say this. I'm not a fan of Archie. I've never, and anyone anyone knows me on the site will know I'm not. But I just think he gets in the way too much. And I, I look, he's obviously doing something they want him to do. But to be honest, and I know people not Brander, but I'd sooner have Brander in there than than Archie at the moment. So. I think Brander can be a little bit more... I'd like to see Brander, but I just... Where does Brander... Where's the best spot for Brander? I think he's a high half forward. And it's he, high, plays, he, he plays better high up the ground. He's not a backman and he's not a winger. No. Um, definitely not a winger. So unless you're going to play him high half forward, and like I said, he pro- Archie would have to come out of the team for him to come in. Yeah. Um, and Archie's last two weeks haven't been that great. Oh, I don't, so I don't think he's been that great all, all season. Oh, I think he's done bits where he's stayed in there, but like to me, like people said, Lewis Jett didn't do much yes, mm. yesterday. But you know, first game back in eight weeks, yeah. And when he did get the ball, he he was sort of building his confidence that he got the ball. And yeah. if he had, a, I think he kicked two or three points. Yeah. They had a bang three goals. Everyone would be lauded. Well, he had a ten minute spurt you know there I mean? where he was just getting the yeah. ball all the time. So and he's he's got the now there, so it's going to be interesting. Look, um, it's in five days' time, Sunday, and then we play, I think it's the Saints, isn't it? The Saints. We'll play the Saints, yep. And that's uh, how many days after that? That's probably that's another five-day turnaround. Yeah, yeah. So another Thursday night. So it's basically four games in yeah, 20 days. Yeah. Uh, like they said, well, plus your um, GWS game. So, yeah, we're going to have to be on... On the ball, um, like we said, where's going to be one all the time. I think we exploit 
exploit him with our back line. I think that's where we're going to win it because I don't think their forward line's good enough to beat our back line. Mm. And that's where I win it. Yeah. So, winner in margin, mate. I th- oh, geez, I thought we'd be a bit better than we were the other night. I think, uh, look, I'll just go, we'll beat the Bulldogs by 12 points. Right, well, I had the Eagles to beat uh, the Bombers by 21, so I fell a little bit short. I reckon we'll beat the Bulldogs by at least 27 or more. Right, okay. So, I don't know, there's something about about it. Um, like, uh, I think we need to have a good win like that just to carry the momentum into the next week. Mm. Uh, like I said, Saints can be dangerous. I think we can account for the, uh, kangaroos. Yes. Because they'll have a lot of, they'll be playing a lot of kids, I reckon, mm. that'll be uh, playing for the careers. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the Saints here in finals um, calculations, um, the Bulldogs, if they win, they're still in finals calculations. So it's, a, it's going to be a good game. Um, if we win, we can sort of cement the top four. If we don't win, we're going to be back in the race with yes, the, bottom, that's right. the bottom eight. Yeah. So um, we need to be on our ball game. So um, it, it's a shorter show tonight, but we'll be back next Wednesday. Hopefully Dan's back with us as well. Um we might do it on the Tuesday, seeing there's a game on the Thursday, so mm. we'll work it out. Uh, we might even bring it Monday yet. We don't know. We'll talk about that off uh, air. But um, get on to Eagle Nation on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download the shows from there, or you can go on a multitude of podcast platforms. SoundCloud is our preferred. Mm. Go iTunes, Spotify, Google. There's bloody heaps of them. Yeah. Um, get online, leave us a review, guys. Uh, share it around and tell your mates. And uh, until next week, uh, Wayne, yep. let's hope we're coming back with another win. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks, brother. All best, Dan. Hope things are all right. All right. Take it easy, guys. Until next week. Bye. Trust me.